0: Welcome to Zimmerman Podcast, episode 118. Today is week six in our new series, The Path Back to You. If you're new to this series, we're taking 52 weeks to discover how to become who we are meant to be. Each month, we dive into a new topic, and this month is all about embracing darkness and unpacking grief. Today, we're talking about a purposeful surrender. So let's get started and take that next step on the path back to you. All right. You ready? Let's do it. I'm Jessica Zimmerman, and this is Zimmerman Podcast. I'm a serial entrepreneur, mom to three, and professional oversharer who has spent a decade building my business and helping others do the same. From wedding floral design to business education, features in Martha Stewart Weddings and Forbes magazine, and even writing and publishing my best-selling memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, my business has kept growing, evolving, and changing year after year, just like me. Because the best thing about building a strong business is the freedom it gives me to live a full life. And that's what Zimmerman Podcast is all about. Sharing real, transparent, in-the-moment reflections about how to live a life build a business, and lead a family through the good, the hard, and the messy. That's what we're doing each week, right here on Zimmerman Podcast. Welcome to the show. In order for something to grow, it first has to be pruned. If you've ever lived in the South, then you've seen crepe myrtle trees surrounding houses and lining neighborhood streets and cities all over the place. There is nothing more jarring than seeing a crepe myrtle in springtime. They prune back those trees so much, it's hard to believe that they will ever produce growth again. And yet, every year, they come back bigger and more beautiful than ever before. And if they hadn't been pruned, they'd be weak, scrawny, and more susceptible to damage. The same is true with us. Good growth requires us to leave parts of ourselves behind. And that leaving can even feel like a death, because it is. Growth is painful. It requires conscious removal of the parts of ourselves that we still love, but no longer want or need. It's important to know that even though we may need to leave these parts of ourselves behind, we can still mourn their loss. You may mourn your former life while anticipating a new, better one. You may feel the loss of a person who was once so important to you that you couldn't imagine your life without them. You may miss who you once were while still being grateful for all the ways you've changed. This is why embracing darkness is so important. Things can be good and hard at the same time. And when we pretend they aren't, we learn to believe our own self-deception The sooner and the more often we can trust ourselves about when it's time to move on, knowing it may be painful but still good, the easier it will be to step into the life meant for us. Here's what I mean. How much of your life was chosen for you? The younger you are, the less control you've probably had over your own life. In the culture I grew up in, it was expected to attend college after high school graduation. I knew many girls who blindly followed their mom or sister's footsteps by joining the same sorority. I knew young men who, it was assumed, would take over their father's businesses. I remember growing up, being at a friend's house, going through old photos. There was a photo of my friend as a kid in a dress-up wedding gown. Her mom said, I've been saving that for your rehearsal dinner one day. I know women who save their kids' clothes, toys for their future grandchildren. The expectation, without it being directly said, is get married and have kids. Today, I see kindergarten kids wearing their parents' alma mater t-shirt. In some cultures, women don't have much say over their lives, regardless of their age. Maybe you know what I mean. There's a difference between cheering for a school your parents love because you love your parents or you genuinely love the team and never considering attending another college because you're afraid of disappointing your parents or never being given the space to explore a different option. But when we let go of the life we fell into, or perhaps were shoved into, we get to experience agency for the first time. Think of how many things are just chosen for us. Each choice that takes a step toward a life we choose for ourselves requires letting go of an old way of living and blindly jumping into a new normal. With each choice... There is a small death, a letting go of a story that although maybe you didn't want, felt familiar and safe, and growth meant going into unknown territory. And here's the hard truth. Whatever you are not changing, you are choosing. What I know for sure is that making a choice and taking action brings clarity. You will end up knowing if that choice was good for you or not. There is no wrong decision. If it gives you clarity, that's a win. You can always course correct, but how will you know unless you take action? It's easy to believe life can never get better when we feel like we have no choices. And don't get me wrong, it is a privilege to have those choices. I believe why so many people are depressed is because they are so fearful of making the wrong decision, the wrong move. That they become stuck. They paralyze themselves. Energy has to move. It cannot stay stuck. Think of water. Water has to flow. If it sits still, it becomes a breeding ground for mosquitoes. And that is a miserable way to live. Remember, fear, it is the absolute lowest frequency of energy. And now I'm going to share with you real quick one of my all-time favorite stories about fear from one of my all-time favorite writers, Elizabeth Gilbert. Here it goes. Dearest fear, creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. I do acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. So by all means, keep doing your job if you feel you must. But I will also be doing my job on this road trip, which is to work hard and to stay focused. And creativity will be doing its job, which is to remain stimulating and inspiring. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us, so make yourself at home. But understand this. Creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you are part of this family, and so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still... Your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You're not allowed to touch the roadmaps, you're not allowed to suggest detours, and you're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature. Dude, you're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else, my dear old familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive. When you feel like you're losing your mind, I'm here to help you restore your soul. A few years ago, I woke up and felt like everything in my life was a lie. I didn't recognize myself or any of the people around me. For the first time in my life, I questioned everything I had ever been taught or told. I didn't know what was true anymore. And I felt like everything I knew was slipping away from me. I went through a complete dark night of the soul. Until I was forced, by something much more powerful than me and my fears, to stop running from myself and start facing the truth. That the pain in my life wasn't coming from the world around me, but from the pain inside me. I remember thinking, what if the cause of your pain and the cure for your pain is the same? You. That's what my program, The Path Back to You, is all about. Not starting over, but starting again on a path that will return you to yourself, a path that will heal and refine you, a path that will break you and make you whole. When searching for answers to what felt like an all-at-once, completely sudden, never-ending list of questions with no answers, all I found was the advice, just sit with yourself and heal. All the answers are inside of you. And I remember thinking, gee, thanks. That's helpful. I know I need to heal. And I'm willing and ready to do the work to do that. But how? Where do I begin? Well, it took some time. But after years of therapy, researching on my own, trial and error, mess ups and setbacks, I found my way back home, back to myself. In the path back to you, I share with you my own personal story of struggle and trauma as a sacred offering. My hope is that through my story, you can better see yourself. I share with you my darkest moments and the steps I took to find my light, the light I had dimmed for most of my life. Throughout all the heartache I've endured, I've finally found peace, and I want to share my roadmap with you. If any of this resonates with you, trust that this episode found you for a reason. Trust the divine intervention. Those brave enough to have embarked on a healing journey know how incredibly lonely and painful it is. I remember feeling completely isolated, like I didn't even belong in this world anymore. It was scary as hell. But I want you to know you are not alone. While I fully believe healing is a solo journey, I think it's totally okay to have a roadmap and a pathfinder who has gone before you to guide you as you return home to you. Join me on the path back to you. Click the link in the show notes or go to jessicazimmerman.com to learn more. And just for you, podcast listeners can get 15% off with code PATH15. That's P A T H 1 5. So, what does it look like when what you have to let go of isn't just a way of life, but a person? Sometimes our souls are ready for us to let go of someone before our ego is. Our subconscious mind is ready to make a change before we know it's needed. Oftentimes, this will show up as someone ghosting us. Here's the definition of ghosting. When someone cuts off all communication without explanation, it extends to all things, it seems. Most of us think about it in the context of digital departure, a friend not responding to a text, or worse, a lover, but It happens across all social circumstances and it's tied to the way we view the world. I used to be devastated when someone would ghost me until I identified my core lesson and began healing the symptoms. Today, if someone cuts off communication suddenly or doesn't respond to me as frequently as they once did, I remember this. This has nothing to do with them. They didn't ghost me. This is my soul showing me that it doesn't want their energy around me at this time. Because of this shift, ghosting leads only to gratitude. When it comes to people, a word that I choose to embrace is surrender. It feels gentler than letting go. It feels more soul aligned. It feels more sacred. Learning to embrace surrendering and allowing has been one of the most beautiful lessons I learned during my time in the deep dark. When we trust our reaction to people, we practice radical self-love and self-trust. That is what we mean when we say self-care, honoring your needs above others' desires. Self-care like that rarely feels easy but man, it is such a gift. If you risk losing something because you're honest about your needs, you have to ask if that something is worth having. If you set a boundary and someone seeks to punish you for it, it's time to ask what they were gaining by their manipulation of you. Speaking your truth will almost never feel easy. So if that's what you're waiting for, don't hold your breath. It will never feel like the right time. There is no right time. There is simply time and what you choose to do with it. It may not even feel like peace at first, but over time, when the initial shock wears off, you will reap the benefits of keeping a promise you made to yourself. You're either choosing to move forward and grow, or you're choosing to avoid and stay stuck. People who repeatedly disrespect you are on some level asking you to let them go. Establishing your boundaries may trigger someone else, but that is their responsibility to uncover and prune. It's not yours. And as someone who always felt responsible for other people's emotions, and as someone who never wanted to be alone and deeply feared the trauma of abandonment, I tried with all of my being to save the relationships in my life. But I have learned that you can't chase away someone's demons by loving them more. And you can't fight demons on someone's behalf. You can support them. You can love them. You can be their friend, be their companion. But until they face down those demons for themselves, until they conquer them, they will never fully understand the gift that you were Or the gift that you could have been had you ever been able to fight side by side. You can't heal someone else. Healing is a solo journey. You can read more about this in my Uncovering Divine Femininity series, which I will link for you in the show notes in the description. But the best thing you can do is work on you. Find your light. Shine it bright. Maybe that light will be a guiding light for them to do their own work. Maybe it won't. But they aren't your responsibility. You are. And when you go on this journey back to yourself, your true self, the people around you might wonder why you've changed, why you're being selfish or difficult or so different. You don't have to explain or defend yourself. You don't need permission or approval. You just need to honor yourself And make peace with the pain of letting go. Change is one of the only things that we are guaranteed in this life. So cozy on up to it. It'll teach you if you'll let it. And if you want to know some of the things I've had to personally let go of and the issues that it's caused with the people in my life, as well as some practical tools for how to let go, like my favorite meditations affirmations and steps to purposefully letting go i'd invite you to join my path back to you course a more interactive and purposeful processing of these topics where i invite you into the practice of letting go not just the theory go to JessicaZimmerman.com to learn more thank you so much for joining me today as we journey together on this path back to you I hope what you heard resonated with you and you can take it with you into your week. If you're looking for more resources for the journey, you can visit JessicaZimmerman.com. I'll see you right back here next week on our next leg of the journey.